Welcome to the RMM TV podcast. I'm Rennie McLean. We speak and we teach on the supernatural, how you, as an ordinary person, can do extraordinary things. Hi, I'm Dr. Marina McLean. The supernatural is meant to be lived naturally, and we do that through the teachings and instructions that you find right here on the RMM TV podcast. So, sign up today on the RMM TV podcast. You are dismissed from even interfering with this word. And these people, you are dismissed. You have failed. Your plans have been brought to naught and they are nullified in Jesus' name. And Lord, I thank you because you are about to do something supernatural in the lives of your people. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen and amen and amen. Well, for the next few moments, you know, as we come into his presence, I want you to turn your cameras on. And I want you to just lift your hands up. Lift your hands right now. Lift your hands where you are. And I want you to pray in the spirit. Stir your expectation. Stir your, go ahead, people. Lift your voice. Stir up your expectation. Create your own atmosphere right where you are. The presence of the Lord right now is being transferred into your living room or in your car, wherever you are watching me right now. Because as we come in one spirit together, God begins to manifest and begins to shift things. So I want you right now to lift your hands right now. Always remember, the lifting of the hands is the opening of your spirit. So lift your hands right now and pray in the spirit right now. Go ahead. Yes, Lord. Yes, 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 yes. Lord, we give you the praise. We give you the robo You got to pray to the place where you're going to receive. Go ahead. Pray right now in the spirit. In Jesus' name. Hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. Hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Bring everybody's mind into the captivity of the Holy Spirit. We surrender every thought right now in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Hallelujah to the Lamb of God. Hallelujah to the Lamb of God. Praise the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And I want you right where you are right now to give the Lord a clap offering. Just give the Lord a clap offering. Oh, praise the name of the Lord. Praise the name of the Lord. Praise the name of the Lord. Well, I tell you, brethren, I'm excited. I'm excited to see you all here right now because we're going to get into the word of God. But before we do, I have some important 
announcement to make, and I want you to hear them very clearly. Number one, the 16th of April is our Passover breakthrough where I am bringing an end-time message on the end-time Passover, and it is called the Mystery of the Seven. I'm going to say it to you again. The revelation I am bringing, it's a message regarding the end-time Passover, and it is called the Mystery of the Seven. It is going to be April 16th at noon. So whatever you do, write it down. Do not miss it. And also I want to announce, I'm so happy to announce our RMTV podcast where my revelations and the things God has given me, they are on that podcast. Now, let me say this to you. It's on Spotify and it's on Apple Music and all streaming network, social media. So all social media platforms, all streaming. So, uh, so I just want you right now to just um, help us get the word out because there are so many things that God is saying and doing. And there are times when we cannot say it all. So I want you to really and truly connect to our podcast and leave the five-star rating for us. Leave that five-star rating. It will really help us. Also, Kingdom Council. I am telling you, I'm excited. If you are a minister and you're in a leadership role, if you're in ministry, period, and you're in the leadership in any realm of church, I am telling you, Kingdom Council, we have that. You know it's on my Facebook page now, my Facebook page now where you can learn and it's on, sorry, it's on my website, so you can go there and get the details on it. And um, rmm.global is where you'll see that information. That'll be good. So I've covered everything. And do not forget to spread the word for us about RMM TV. All right? So write that down. Remember the date. April 16th is the breakthrough Passover message we're doing. So... And the podcast, whatever you do, don't forget that. Now, I want you right now to just do this with me. Just put your hand at your heart. Put your hands on your heart. And just say, Father, Father, I open my heart for you to deal with my life. In Jesus' name. All right. I want you to write this down. I want you to write this down. I am continuing this revelation on the faith of Jesus. How did he live? Now, I'm going to say this not by way of repetition, but just to reinforce it. That's the purpose of repetition is to enforce it. If you notice, the disciples didn't know how to pray. And they asked him how to pray. And we learned the most famous prayer in the Bible and on the earth is what we call, notice the terminology, the Lord's Prayer. But remember, Jesus spoke 
next to nothing about his own faith. And you cannot tell somebody how to live if you've not lived it. Now, if he is our example, then we're going to have to learn the faith of Jesus. Now, let me say this to you here right now. This is a strong statement. But I'm going to risk it and say it. You can follow, no matter how good a man is, you can only follow a man's faith to a certain degree. Even Paul said it like this, follow me as I follow Christ. So even the faith you imitate is as long as that person is what? Following Christ. Now, in the old covenant, remember, Simba, I've got to repeat this. Abraham was the father of faith. But in the New Testament, Jesus is the author of faith. So if we're ever going to learn faith, it's going to have to be from the author of it because he understands how it works. Now, I want you to write this at the top of your page. Jesus, man, and faith. Jesus, man, and faith. We're going to read a lot of scriptures tonight, and I'm, not, and I'm not preaching it to you, so I'm taking my time. I want you to go with me, please, to Philippians chapter 2, verse 6 and 7. Who being in the form of God, fought it not robbery, to be Fought it not robbery to be equal with God, but humbled himself, made himself of no reputation, and took upon him the form of a servant and was made in the likeness of men. Colossians chapter 1, verse 15 and 16 from the Amplified Bible. He is the exact living image, the essential manifestation of the unseen, sorry, of the unseen God, the visible representation of the invisible, the firstborn, the preeminent one, the sovereign and the originator of all creation. For by him all things were created in heaven and on earth, things visible and invisible. Whether thrones or dominions or rulers or authority, all things were created and exist through him. That is by his act.
activity, sorry, by his activity and for him. Now, write this down, please. Jesus, in original intent. Now, I want you to say these words with me. You're gonna, if you follow me, you're gonna learn this word a lot. Say the word with me: original intent. In original intent, Jesus was God. He was not a man. In now, that's the key you've got to get. In original intent, he was God, not man. Jesus, as God, possesses all, all of the attributes of deity. Because in original intent, as I said to you, he was and he is God. He became man. So as God, now here's now, as God, he had the complete nature of deity. Now that's something you're going to mark down and let go deep in your spirit. As God, he had the complete nature of, hear it again. As God, he had the complete nature of deity. Now hear this good now. Remember. We don't have the complete nature of deity. You say, why? Because if we did, we would be God. So that's why when God made us, the Bible says he made us in his image and in his likeness, but we are not God. For instance, we are not omnipresent. We are not omniscient. Hear it again. Jesus in original intent had no limitations because he was and is God. Now listen to this now. The first revelation that we must have and know in our spirit is this. The million dollar question is this. How much God, how much God could he be as a man? The million dollar question. How much God could he be as a man? And let me show you the weight of this statement. He didn't need to come to the earth with all of those attributes to deal with the devil. If he had come here as God in original intent, the devil would be no match for him. But the Bible says he came here in the likeness of man. In other words, he didn't come here totally as himself. He left some of himself behind. Remember this truth. As God, he had the complete nature of deity as God. But 
even though he was God, he didn't come here as God. Now, the word tells us this. St. John chapter 1, verse 14. It says, and the word, and the word, and the word was made flesh and dwelt amongst us. And we beheld his glory, the glory as of the only begotten of the Father, full of grace and truth. Now, listen to this again. The first scripture we read, Philippians 2 says, in the original language says, he emptied himself. He emptied, now you got to get this. He emptied, now, now he emptied himself but yet he was still able to be supernatural after he emptied himself. So this is the question again I want to put to you. Because it's a question that the church cannot answer. That's why not too many people have a revelation of the supernatural. The million dollar question is this. How much God... Could he be as a man? Keep that question in your mind. Now hear this now. First John of the Epistle, chapter 1, verse 1 and 2. This is from the Amplified Bible. It says, I am writing about what existed from the beginning. Notice, from the beginning. What we have heard, what we have seen, what we have looked at and touched with our hands concerning the word of life, the one who existed even before the beginning of the world, Christ, and the life, an aspect of his being, was manifested and we have seen it as eyewitnesses and testify and declare to you the life, the eternal life who was already existing with the Father and was actually made visible to us, his followers. Now listen to this, please. Till we understand, there's two conflicts that we have. Till we understand, till we understand how he was humanized and spiritualized at the same time, we will never walk the way he walked. I'm going to say it to you again. Till we understand how he was humanized and spiritualized at the same time, we will not walk in the realms he walked in as a man. You cannot divorce, speak, my God, listen to this. You cannot divorce spirituality from humanity. You say why? 
Because originally, you are spirit. You live in a body, you live in a house known as the flesh. But originally, you are a spirit being. So being a spirit being, this is the key. The two are meant to coexist. Now, how do we know how Je that Jesus was 100% human? He ate. A spirit doesn't eat. He drank. A spirit doesn't drink. See what I'm saying? So all the things we see, he had emotions. A spirit doesn't have blood. He has blood. If he didn't have blood, we would not be saved. So we understand him humanly. Do you understand? He came in the likeness of you. Oh my God. He didn't come in the likeness. You didn't hear it good. He didn't come in the likeness of himself. He came in the likeness of you. The Bible tells us that in Philippians 2. He came in the likeness of what? Men. So that means as a man, if you know who you are and you learn the way how Jesus walked, you are supposed to walk in the same dimension that he walked in. Because if it was not possible, we should never follow him. We are only his disciples because we follow him. Now hear this now. When it says the word became flesh, I want you to hear this clearly. This is so powerful. When it says the word became flesh, anything that comes into the earth has to be processed. Jesus as man was processed. Jesus as God did not need to be processed because if so, who could process God? So as man, he was processed. You are a spirit being. You are a reborn spirit. Only your creator can process you because his intention in original intent was for you to be like him. That being true, now this is why in understanding that distinction, there were, my God, there were times when Jesus spoke, he spoke as man, and then there were times he spoke as God. These are distinctions that as you grow, you learn and you come into them. The key is this. Process, process is the principle of becoming. So how then did Jesus become, my God, how then did Jesus become supernatural as a man?
bearing in mind, he left everything behind. So how did he become supernatural? How did he live in the supernatural? These are the things we are going to learn. Hear it again. Process is the principle of becoming. When something is not processed, it can become perverted. Do you know what the generation of this day's church rejects? Process. So if you're not processed, then neither is your faith. Then neither is your character. That's the, oh my goodness, this is strong. That's the reason why if somebody has a prophetic call and they are not processed, even though there's a prophetic call there, but you know what they always what they always come into because they refuse process, they end up picking up a familiar spirit. You say what? Because they're not processed. And when you're not processed, you pick up anything. There's no distinction in you. So, this is the question now I want to ask you or put to you. I'm sorry. Read this to me. How was Jesus, how was he processed? Where does faith come about? Listen to this now. Hebrews chapter 5, verse 8 and 9. This is now from the Amplified Bible. All, this is from the Amplified Bible. Although he was a, now hear this now. Although he was a son. Hear this now who had never been disobedient to the Father, he learned, stop right there, he learned. Hear it again now, he learned. Now remember what we're saying right now. If Jesus came here as himself, he would not need to learn. He had to learn and be processed in the flesh. Oh my God. Hear it again. He learned active, special obedience through what he suffered. And having been made perfect. Now how was he Apostle? How was he made perfect through what he suffered through his obedience. There is a cost to be processed. And there is a cost to live in the will of God, to access the will of God, and to live in the will of God. There is a cost. Today, that's why faith today is preached and it is so cheap. You say, why? Because there's no cost. There's no life. Here, here, here what he goes on to say now. And having been made perfect, uniquely equipped, and prepared as Savior. And hear this now. And retaining his integrity amid opposition, he became, he became. Notice how many times it says he became. He became the source of eternal salvation. An internal inheritance to all those who, say the word, obey him. 
Now watch this now. As man, what was his faith? Now this is where the church doesn't teach this because they don't relate it to faith. They relate to a whole nother subject. Listen to this. I'm going to ask you this question. As man, what was his faith? Next question. What is the original law of faith? Question. Those are two questions. Hear it again. As man, what was his faith? Now, to a Jew, the faith of the Jew, do you know what it was called? The law. The law. The law to the Jew is the word of God. Now, there's a lot of misunderstanding on it, but I want you to understand it. The law, sorry, the Torah, the law, the word. Now, hear this now. What is the law of the law? <laughs> what is the law of the law? Let me tell you. The law of the law is one word. Obedience. Because the law was the manifestation of the revealed will of God. So therefore, for you to live in the law, that's what I say, live in the law, you would be living by what would be known as faith. And you couldn't break it. You had to live it. Now, what is the next law of faith? What is the original law of faith? The original law. Here was, that's what I'm saying. Original law of faith. Now, are you aware that there is no such thing as faith outside of the word? Now, that's why we struggle. There is no such thing as faith outside the word. That's why you can't use faith for anything. That's why you can't use faith for anything. The same way you can't spend a $1 or spend dollars in America. Sorry. The same way you can't spend dollars in Europe is the same way you can't use faith. You say why? Because if you go to Europe, you know what you have to do with your dollars? You have to convert it. There has to be an exchange. Till there's an exchange, you're coming from another country, another kingdom, and it's not going to work in another. So, so the question I want to ask you is this now. What is the original law of faith? The law of faith. I'm going to tell you what it is. Proverbs 3. Turn to it with me. Proverbs 3, verse 5 and 6. Trust in the Lord. Now watch this now. This is the law of faith. Trust in the Lord with some of your heart. Now, let me put this to you right now. There cannot be any doubt. There cannot be any fear if you trust the Lord with what? 
all your heart. Because if it's with all your heart, you've got no space for the devil to occupy. Why do we have believers doubting? You say, why? You're not committed. Why do we have believers in fear? Simply, you're not committed. Where does your doubt, your fear and unbelief come from? It tells you that your heart has not been transformed. Because if it was, guess what? The devil would have no room. And there's no way your faith could ever doubt. The reason why we doubt, doubt reveals that we have room left in our heart. Trust in the Lord with what? All thine heart. And lean not unto your own understanding. But in all your ways, acknowledge him and he will direct your path. That is the law of faith. If it's not all your heart, guess what? I'm going to say something too strong. Easy to hear. But I'm going to say it in a way that you cannot compromise it. If you do not trust the Lord with all your heart, guess what? It's impossible for you to have faith. Mm, don't shout me down because I'm preaching good. Now hear this now. Hear this. Hear this now. <laughs> Psalms 40. Now listen to this now. I want you to keep this in your mind now. What faith is to us is what the will of God was to Jesus. That's why he never struggled in faith. You say, why? Because to him, everything he did, it was not a matter of how much faith. It was in obedience to the will. So in other words, obedience to the will of God is nothing more than faith. That's what Jesus did. It was not confess it, get it, have it, like what everybody tells you. That's why the church right now is messed up in this teaching. That's why the church doesn't move in this vein. Hard, isn't it? Hard to tell people. If you don't trust the Lord with all your heart, guess what? You can't have faith. You know why? Because if you trust the Lord with all your heart, it reveals that you are surrendered to God. Have you ever heard when people say darkness and light can't live in the same house? Well, guess what? If you've not given all your heart, you do have the two. That's why we have mixture. Excuse me. That's why we have mixture in the church. So what we're calling faith was what Jesus called doing the will of the Father. We're here is now. We're trying to get faith without being in the will of God. Now listen to this. Psalms 40, verse 8. I delight to do, hear what he said now. I delight to do thy will, O oh my God. Yea, 
Thy law is written within my heart. The law of faith is simply this. Number one, having a relationship with God is the means by which you trust God. So in other words, how you know God is how you trust God. Remember when Jesus said that on that day, many are going to say, did I not cast out devils? Did I not heal the sick? Did I not pray? See, all the things that people chase now. And Jesus gave a strong rebuke. He said, hmm. He said, depart from me, you worker of what? Iniquity. Because he said, I never knew you. In other words, relationship and intimacy translates into trust. Trust computes to knowing God because you can't believe who you don't know. Paul said it like this, for I know in whom I have believed and I am persuaded that he is able to keep that which I have committed. Hear it again. Could it be you can't believe what you don't know? How you know God is how you believe. Now, listen to this now. This is what Jesus had in his heart. And this is a key for us to understand this. There is, write this down. There is no such thing as faith operating outside the will of God. Faith operating outside the will of God, guess what? It's an illegal faith. Now, it makes sense why a lot of what people say they believe can't happen. Now, it makes sense what people do. Now, it makes perfect sense why certain things do not manifest. You say, why? Because if you're, now. Because if you're outside the will of God, it makes no difference how much you believe a thing. It doesn't make it God. Now, you know what you're going to find out? When you're in the will of God, when you're in the will of God, that's where the grace of God is. So when you step out of the will of God, guess what? You're going to have a problem with, with grace. You say, why? Because grace is not outside the will of God. It's within the will of God. Mm. Hear this now. Hear what Jesus said. Write this down. So what, so what simply, simply this. What is illegal faith? It's nothing more than operating faith outside the will of God that is illegal. Let me tell you how Jesus, how, how direct Jesus was. Remember when Jesus said, I'm only doing 
I'm only doing what I hear and see my father do. In other words, he didn't do anything outside of that. Now, if that was the law that Jesus operated in, for you to say you're using your faith outside the will of God, then how then when you speak can you expect a thing to manifest? Listen to this now. <clears throat> St. John 7, verse 17 and 18 from the Amplified Bible. Hear what it says now. Hear what Jesus said. If anyone is willing to do his will, he will know whether the teaching is of God or whether I speak on my own accord and by my own authority. He who speaks, now hear, people hear this, because if this does not reflect the church, I don't know what doesn't. He who speaks on his own accord, hear what Jesus said, seeks what? Glory and honor for himself. My God of mercy. That's, that's so strong, you can hear it, but I don't know if it's really a rhema to you. Hmm. But hear what he says now. But he who seeks the glory and honor of the one who sent him, he is true and there is no unrighteousness or deception in him. You cannot use faith in the spirit of deception. So the question now is this. What is faith. Now, I know what you're going to say. The substance of things hoped for, and all of that is good. That's true. But listen to this. What is faith? Faith is nothing more than the appropriation of the will of God through obedience for your life. I'm going to say it to you again. Faith is nothing more than the appropriation of the will of God through obedience. So in other words, how did Jesus appropriate power? Obedience. How did he learn? Obedience. Obedience to what? The will of God. In fact, you and I know this story well. There was not one time in his life where he questioned the will of God but Gethsemane. Gethsemane was not about faith. It was about the will of God. Number two. Faith is the application of of God's word in action in your life. 
So in other words, faith is nothing more than the materialization of the word in your life through obedience to God's word, that is faith. So that means if you're not obeying God, it makes no difference how much faith you have, you're going to be disappointed. You say, why? Because the issue is not the amount of faith. The issue is, are you in the will of God? Jesus felt naked. Watch my body language. He felt naked to step outside the will of God. His confidence came from knowing the Father, having a relationship with the Father. Hmm. Listen to this scripture. Psalms 143 verse 10. Hear what it says. Teach me to do your will so that I may please you. For you are my God. Let your good spirit lead me on a level ground. Today, if you process this in your thinking, the safe, there's two places I want you to remember in your, in your mind. The two most important things or places in the times that we live in that we must be in is number one. Is number one, his presence. Remember what God said to Moses, Father, we're not going to go unless your presence goes with us. That's the first place you got to get in your spirit, man. The most important thing is the presence. The second place that you've got to make sure that you are in is the will of God. Mm. Now, what does the word say about when you do your own will? We just read it. It says if you do your own will, it says you're seeking your own glory. You violated the will of God. Now listen to this. Did you know that God rewards the will? God rewards you being in his will. Listen to this scripture. Hebrews 10, 36. And this is from the Amplified Bible. It says, for you have need of patience, endurance, to bear up under difficult circumstances without compromising. What do most people do now? You this is strong. Nobody can compromise and say that they are in the will of God. 
Let me ask you this question. Was it the will of God for the free Hebrew boys to bow down and worship an image? Was it the will of God? Well, we know that it's not because God said to Israel, you will not bring any idols before me. You see where we're going with this? They didn't compromise. If you look at the church right now, what are we doing to compromise? And pastors, I say this to you in love. Some of us have compromised even just to keep people. We won't tell the truth just to keep people. Just to have a big crowd. We count the people instead of making people count. Hear what it says. Now, this is the key right now. You say, why? There's a compromise. You say, why? If you don't believe in the power of God anymore, guess what? You've compromised. If you don't tithe, you've compromised. If you don't give, guess what? You've compromised. You've compromised. Now, if you compromise, how then can God manifest? God manifests himself when he sees what you stand up for. Hear it again. Hebrews 10, 36 from the Amplified Bible. For you have need of patience. Now, there are some things that's going to take time. For you have need of patience, endurance, to bear up under difficult circumstances without compromising. Listen to this now. So that when you carry out the will of God, you may receive. What do you, what do you qualify for when you don't compromise? You qualify to receive. Oh, my God, of mercy. Church, wake up. What have you compromised with? What have you bowed to? What idol have you bowed to? I know preachers who know the truth but won't preach it. You say, why? Because of what the people will say. I would hate to stand before God and be responsible for people going to hell. All because I choose to not tell the truth. Is that right, Pastor Melvin? Is that right? No, is that right, Twyla? I'm talking, to, is that right there in Buffalo, New York? Is that right, Pastor Black? Are we talking? Is that right in Australia? And you know what's happening right now? When you compromise, guess what? When you compromise, you are no longer upright. And when you're not upright, you're no longer righteous. I don't, I'm looking at you here right now, and I know everybody has gone through something. Everybody. My hand is, everybody I know has gone through something. The question is, are you still standing? Are you still standing? Do you still believe the word of the Lord? Do you still believe that God is able? 
If you lost your job tomorrow, are you aware that God is your source, not your job? Oh, my God. Are we standing or are we sitting down? The free Hebrew boys decided what that stand for. Daniel being thrown in the lion's den. He, oh, I just heard this in the spirit. The Lord said to me, stop telling me. The Lord said to me, tell you about him. So listen to this now. So in the Garden of Gethsemane, are you aware why this is so unique? Why we're going to keep coming back to this? In the Garden of Gethsemane, you know what it means? It means if Jesus wanted to do his own will, it would have meant he compromised. You see in this? And he would not compromise with the will of God because he said, let thy will be God, I pray in the name of Jesus that everybody under the sound of my voice right now will say, let thy will be done. Oh, my God of mercy. I feel it. I feel it in the Holy Ghost. Can you say it with a surety? Even if, even if God doesn't deliver me, I'm not going to bow. And you wonder why God did a miracle? Because they choose to not bow. Because the key is when you compromise, you've just said to the devil your limitations on how much you trust God. Are you hearing this? Give me a wave if you're hearing this. That's why right now we're having problems in church. You say, why? COVID took your faith. How much do you trust God? And you know what's interesting? It's not how much, it's not how much faith you have. It's how much you know God. This is, so, this, this, this is strong. I don't know any. And remember when Paul spoke to Timothy he, and Peter, they spoke about the trial of your faith. Do you know that any faith that's not tried isn't faith? And the word tells us, we just finished reading it in Hebrews 10, 36. But if we don't compromise, it says we will receive. He will reward the fact that we stood when nobody else would stand with us or for us. Mm. My God of mercy. Oh, my God. Oh, my God of mercy. I'm looking at a group of people who've decided to stand. Your breakthrough is close. Your breakthrough is close. You say, why? Because you're standing. You're standing. You're not bowing. You're not compromising. When the children of Israel left Egypt, you know what Moses said? Give us all of our stuff. Give us all of our stuff. He didn't say, well, just give us 30%. That will do. No. You say, why? Because what you've been through, 
God has processed you to get all of your stuff. He didn't process you to get 20%, 30%. He processed you to get everything the devil stole. He processed you so that you could come into your inheritance. Why should I say, I will take 50% and leave it? I'm sorry. No. No. I refuse. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. I stand. I stand. I decide to stand. In the name of Jesus. When you stand, God has to come through. And let me tell you something. You know, I can't get past this. Jesus realized he compromised. Then he had to say, nevertheless, let thy will be done. He realized if he compromised, the devil would have won. I'm talking to somebody right now. The only time the devil wins is when you decide to compromise. Hallelujah. Lift your hands up before God. I want to pray over you right now. The spirit of the Lord is here. The spirit of the Lord is here right now. Father, we know, according to your word, Your kingdom is based on your will being done. Oh, I feel it. I feel it right now. Your will being done. Father, right now, in the name of Jesus, I declare your will being done. In their spirit right now. Your will being done. In their physical body now. Every sickness and disease. Known and unknown. Is cursed. Is cursed. At the root. And has no life. And legacy there. Now come out. Of those bodies. Now. Loose every one of these bodies. Now. Now, 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 I declare the will of God to your body now. I am the Lord thy God that he left thee. That he left thee now. Be loosed from your infirmity now. I declare his will is being done in your bodies now. I declare his will is being done in your finances now. Shifts, shifts take place now. Expedite returns now. In the name of Jesus, opportunities come forth now. Opposition be broken right now. Open your gates right now. In the name of Jesus, provision come forth now. In Jesus' name. The will of God be done in your marriages now. In Jesus' name. The will of God be done in your business now. In the name of Jesus. Father, right now we declare.
that your will overrides the plans of the devil right now and that every plan of the enemy now be nullified and be brought to naught in the name of Jesus. And I declare right now that the kingdom now comes. Thy will be done on earth. As it is in heaven now. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Oh, lift your hands up and give him glory. Something is shifting right now. Lift your hands up. Give him glory. Praising and worshiping is the will of God. Give him the glory right now. As you praise, you press into the things of God. Oh, Baraba, go ahead. Take your breakthrough. Take your breakthrough right now. I just heard the Lord say, some of you right now, you're sitting on a miracle. Change your position. Stand up where you are and start to praise him. His presence is here. It's in your house right now. I just heard the Lord say right now, there are oppositions right now that are being destroyed and removed. There's an there's a I just heard the Lord say, an advancement coming to your finances, to your ministry. The day of your op of your opposition is now broken, for the Lord has broken the backs of your enemy and he's given you the keys of victory in Jesus mighty name it is done it is finished it is done forever and forever because it is written heaven and earth shall pass away but my word shall not pass away therefore receive it Receive it. Receive it now. In Jesus' name. Oh, give the Lord, give the Lord praise where you are. Give him praise where you are. Give him praise. Give him praise. Give him praise. Give him the glory. Give him the glory. Give him the glory. His will is being done. You give him praise for it. Oh, hallelujah. Your turnaround is here. I said your turnaround is here. Be loosed right now. Be loosed right now. In Jesus' name. Your turnaround is here. In the name of Jesus. You're not looking at your circumstance. You're looking at your God. In the name of Jesus. You're looking at your God who is your refuge and your strength. And the Bible says the righteous run in. And are saved. Hallelujah. Oh, Barabakashai. Oh, Mamma Moshela Boko Mansolo Boshe. Hallelujah. 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 Yes, the will of God is the safety net of your faith. You obeying the will of God is exactly how Jesus lived in faith. It wasn't a question of faith. It was a question of obeying the will. Hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah. Oh, Receive the touch of the Lord in your situations right now. Receive the touch of the Lord 
in the name of Yabo Shebo Yabo Mosai. Ren Solomon Shakran Silio Boshena Mosai. Lalamon Reshalabokosai. Creda Boshana Marobo Sekedabo. Oh, I feel, I feel something happening here. In the name of Jesus, I feel something supernatural is happening right now because you've aligned yourself to the will of God. Oh, hallelujah. I hear the word of the Lord. Let God arise and his enemies be scattered. Oh, hallelujah. Sickness, scatter. Poverty, scatter. Disease, scatter. Oh, hallelujah. Opposition, scatter. Let God, let God arise. Oh, hallelujah. Hallelujah. And as God arises, I declare right now that you arise and shine. For thy light has come. And the glory of the Lord is risen upon you right where you are in your house. The glory of the Lord has risen. It 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 has risen. The glory of the Lord has come. The devil is defeated. The glory of the Lord has come because thy kingdom has come. It's come. It has come. It has come. It has come. I'm looking at you all right now. It has come. It has come. The work is done. Don't even entertain it anymore. The work is done. It is finished. And don't retract something that's finished because it's done in Jesus' name. No more compromise. You stand. You stand. You stand. You stand in the name of Jesus the Christ. Father, we give you the glory. I thank you for Australia. I thank you for Africa. I thank you for all of the United States. I thank you for the Caribbean. I thank you for Europe. I thank you for Australia. I thank you for Asia right now. Thy kingdom has come to where the people of God are. And your angels have been dispatched to where they are. They're working on the behalf of your children right now. In Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Give the Lord a clap offering right where you are. Just give the Lord a clap. There you go. Release your praise. Oh, Bashaya. Yeah, release your praise when you clap right now. In Jesus' name. Hallelujah. 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 He's worthy to be praised. Okay, people. I want to read you this scripture right now before we go. I want to read you this scripture right now. Hallelujah. I want you to obey the will of God. But I hear the Lord say, I, I just want to give this two minutes on mega giving. Listen to what the scripture says. Listen to what the scripture says. We read Paul. And of course we read Paul because the Lord saw it fit to have him put in the Bible. But listen to the words of Jesus Christ. Give. If you don't hear any other prophet or any other apostle, look at your Lord. And he said these words, the will of God now, give. And what? 
it shall be. So heaven's, re oh my God, I feel it. So heaven's release is tied to what you give and when you give. Now let me teach you this principle, people, because the Lord spoke this to my spirit. Remember in Corinthians when Paul went to, to, um, to Macedonia and the people gave? Paul said they gave beyond what we had hoped. In other words, mega giving broke out. Now you say, what is mega giving? Mega giving is when you give without restraint. Now, I had to write this down before I came here. Mega giving is when you give without restraint. You say, why? Because when you give without restraint, God then opens unlimited avenues of revenue. You'd better hear it. I don't even need to preach or say nothing more. Hear it again. Mega giving. Giving without restraint. You know why? Giving without restraint is when you are at liberty in the will of God. Can I tell you something? When you have to think if it's God's will for you to give, guess what? You're not in faith because he's commanded to give. You see what I'm trying to say? It comes down at the end. At the end times, it's coming down to nothing more than obedience. The word says give. Don't question it. Now, do you remember years ago? Now, I come from a Caribbean background. And let me tell you something. If I was to question my parents when they told me to do something, they would look back at me and give me what for. And most of you understand that. You don't question, in other words, you don't question authority. When God tells you to give and you're there questioning if you should give, you've insulted God and then you wonder why nothing is coming back. People, I'm telling you the word of the Lord. I'm not preaching it to you. It's the rhema word. Mega Mega giving. And mega means great and unusually large. Mega giving without restraint causes God to open unlimited avenues of revenue. So in other words, you're going to receive from places you didn't even know. I just heard the Lord say, you're going to get from places that you didn't, that you weren't even looking for. Remember the parable of the talent. The parable of the talents. Doesn't the word say you reap where you? He said, "You reap where you didn't even sow." When you give in this mega realm, guess what? God gives back to you from places where you weren't even expecting to expect. You weren't even expecting to receive back. The reason why we don't receive back is because we're limiting where we're looking for God to send it from. That day is gone. That day is gone. I want every preacher to pick up that spirit and teach your people. That's why. See, if you are restrained, then guess what? Then you restrain the hand. Because give and it what shall be. Do you know that the word shall is a decreeing word? It's a decree. And you cannot reverse it. 
So I want you right now to prepare your seed right now online to give. Remember what our goal is. I don't want to keep repeating it, but remember what our goal is because I want to end up spinning this into our, in separate to this. We want to bring our school of the supernatural to you. And I'm telling you right now, we just want to make sure that the Infinity Center can support itself because they can't take on another project if it does not. So we need you to sow, to sow. Put God's word to the test. It is God's will for you to give. I need you right now to go online. Not just online. You can text to give. All the details are on your screen right now how to give. So I want you right now. In fact, in fact let's pray before we do it. In all things, we seek the face of the Lord. Father, in the name of Jesus, we know it is expressed in your word to give. Into this, a king, into this kingdom economy. Without giving, there's no access to supernatural resources. And Father, right now, your people, there's people right now that need a breakthrough. But Lord, we know that if we don't give, if our hands are closed, your hands are closed also. And we know that your hand is bigger than ours. Our thousand in your hands is millions. Our millions, our millions are trillions to you because we serve a God with no limit. So, Father, right now, I loose the spirit of mega giving, giving without restraint because we are saying we totally look to you and we totally trust you. In the name of Jesus, Lord, we're coming into Passover, that special season. Lord, you gave me that word before Passover. You said you're tying up loose ends. Some of you are at that place right now. God is tying up loose ends in your life, in your ministry, your business, your friends. He's tying up loose ends. But you right now have to release something in Jesus' name. So right now, please, so, 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 simply obey the word of God. Hallelujah. Text to give. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah. Mega giving. Mega, mega giving. Mega, mega giving. Father, by faith, as the people are given, by faith, your word, Lord, says that as a priest, I am to bless what they give. Lord, if there's nothing in the hand, then what can I bless? I lift up their seed, and I ask your kingdom to come on their seed. Visit them economically, I pray. In Jesus' name, as we show you our hand, show us yours. In Jesus' name, amen. And amen. And amen. 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 Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Hallelujah.
Oh, hallelujah. 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 Oh, hallelujah. His presence is here. I know you can sense it the way I feel it here. His presence is here. His presence is here. Hallelujah. His presence is here. Hallelujah. 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 Amen. Oh, the release is in the giving. The release is in the giving. And we magnify your name right now. Amen. And amen. And amen. Amen. Oh, hallelujah. His presence is resting. I think you, you can sense it like I feel it. You can feel his presence is resting. It means God's doing something. He's doing something. His presence is resting right now. Let him move on your heart. Obey him with the given. Obey him. Obey him. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father God. Thank you, Father God. Thank you, Father God. Thank you. Thank you. Oh, hallelujah. Ooh. Oh, hallelujah. Oh, Bashekarabasana Makasha. Hallelujah. 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 Oh, Bashekabosai. Ye karaboshena makasai. Kuroshena mosa. I feel it. There's a weightiness resting right now in your finances. The presence of God is here. It's here. Oh, hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah. You appropriate the will of God through obedience. Obedience is always the act of faith. That's what Jesus did. Now you're operating like Jesus. Oh, hallelujah. Hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah. Amen. And amen. Well, stay in the spirit of the Lord. I know some of you give. I know a lot of you go online to give and you can't do it while you're on. But I want to say this to you. I want to give you those announcements again. April 16th, which is Saturday at noon, I'm bringing you the end time Passover revelation. And it's called the mystery of the seven. I want you that day to prepare the Passover season. Now, people remember. It's the first set sacrifice. Remember, God said to Israel, it will be the beginning of year to you. In other words, that feast represents a reset. So, it's, so obedience at that time to that sacrifice is important. Do not miss it. You're going to get a breakthrough word from the throne of God. In Jesus' name. So it's April 16th, 
which is a Saturday, and it's at noon. And do not forget RMM TV podcast. It's on all streaming platforms. It's on Apple Music, and it's on Spotify. A lot of what you're hearing is going to be put there. So I want you to get it right now and leave the five star for us. It will help us. And do not forget Kingdom Council. If you're a minister, people, I'm going to tell you right now. I'm not going to talk about it, but there's some well-known ministers who shipwrecked in Australia the other day. I'm not going to name them, but everybody knows who they are. People, let me tell you something. If your faith is not higher than a man, you're going to lose faith. That's why you hear me teach the things I'm talking. I'm trying to tell you right now. See, you know the difference between when you look at Abraham and you look at Jesus? You know the difference? With Abraham, you see a flaw. Remember what Abraham's flaw was? He was willing to allow his wife. You know the story. Just to get into Egypt and to have Pharaoh. So Abraham was not perfect, but yet he became the father of faith. That's why your faith cannot be as high as a man. We're, we're all, we are all flawed in one way or the other. But listen to this. In Jesus, who was humanity and spirituality at the same time, guess what? You find no fault. And what was his faith? His faith was nothing more than obeying the will of the Father. The, obeying the will of the Father was the faith of Jesus Christ. Do not forget what you learned. So hear it again. Now all these teachings, it's on right, as I'm talking to you right now, it's being put there. It's on RMM TV podcast. It's on Apple Music and it's on Spotify. Tell and we need you to tell it's on sorry, it's on all streaming platforms. I'm sorry, all streaming platforms. What we need you to do is tell everybody you know about it. Help us get the word out. And ministers do not forget Kingdom Council. Now the reason why I'm emphasizing Kingdom Council is because when a man of God like what like how we know. Every man of God goes through things. We all do. Don't anybody fool yourself. But the question is this. Who does the man of God go to? Think about this. You go to the pastor. Who does the pastor go to? And these are times where leaders need counsel, direction, and encouragement, and vision. So if you're a minister and you're in leadership, kingdom counsel, it's on our page. It's on the RMM page. Go there and uh, look us up. And what you speak to me, when I, when I counsel you, it's going to be by Zoom. It's by me and you. It's a direct counsel. And it's private, personal, and confidential. I will never betray your trust. Never. You're looking at, I do not mind telling you, September coming kind of giving away my age. September coming makes 48 years. 48 years. I was, I, I was called to ministry 
1972. I was called to ministry. That's actually 50 years. But I actually answered the call and obeyed it three years, no, two years later. So I am 48 years. And there's nothing you're going to tell me that would ever surprise me. I've gone through things that you're going through. The question is, who is going to walk with you through it and not judge you? Think about it. So if you know leaders, you tell them about us. We're here for them. They can go on our, they can go on our webpage and you can see Kingdom Council. And you can learn where, how you can, sorry, Kingdom, is it? Sorry, it's at rmm.global. rmm.global is where you can go and see Kingdom Council. Or you can get a hold of me where I can counsel you. And the next thing that I think will really bless you, that I think will really bless you, is this. Um, I think you need to know it right now. We're coming into Passover. Okay, people? Kosher Kitchen. Kosher Kitchen. Kosher Kitchen. Get your seasonings. Stay in divine health. People, I want you to notice, I am here right now as you see me. And the blessing of it is, Guess what? Guess what, people? My 50 pounds is still off, all because of kosher kitchen and the seasonings and the spices. So I want you to remember kosher kitchen. Get your stuff. Everything you know, you know now. I've given you free announcements. All right? Well, God bless you. I look forward to seeing you next week. God bless you. Father, lift your hands up so I can bless you. Father, we never leave your presence. We leave each other, but we don't leave your presence. Right now, I ask for your presence to hover over your people, to rest on your people. In the name of Jesus, use them for your glory and honor, I pray. In Jesus' name, Amen. And people, leave your comments. Let us know how you've been blessed. Let us know your testimony, what the Lord has done. And don't forget, sow the seed, text to give. You know the methods of giving because that's how we function. We're never going to go to the government, even though we're a ministry that qualifies, you know, for government loans. And the Lord said to me to not go to Egypt for help. We're not going to do it. And so all we have is God's people that sow. So just keep that in your mind. All right? So God bless you. God bless you in India. God bless you in Africa. God bless you in Asia. God bless you in Australia. God bless you in England. God bless you all over America, Canada, everywhere. I love you all. See you all next week. And remember, tell more people about the Infinity Center. For more Breakthrough Encounters, visit us on rmm.live.